Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is time now for the bigger picture with Ryan Huang. Ryan, we're taking a look at quite a few things. The earnings season is one of that, tech being an issue. But really, it's this gloomy picture that's being painted in time for the FOMC to release a rate decision. Indeed. So it's all about the IMF's latest warning that the global economy is on the brink of a recession and it has cut its outlook for a third time in a row. It's now at 3.2%. That is 0.4 percentage points lower than its April forecast and about half the rate seen last year. So all that is setting up I guess, nervy finish to yeah. 2022. So let's get a bigger picture from Thomas Tor. He is the head of APAC iShares Investment Strategy for BlackRock. Morning, Thomas. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning. How are you? Hey, lots to chew on as we head into the rest yeah. of the year. How yeah. should investors position themselves and what should they be thinking as we head into this backdrop of slowing growth expectations? Yeah, so I mean, there is some bad news. Well, there's a lot of bad news and there is some good news. So uh, I guess I'll start with the bad news. As, as you've kind of been mentioning, the global forecasts on growth are continuing to slow. Uh, macroeconomic activity slowing. Recession fear is increasing, although over the last month we've seen a bit of a mm. uh, risk rally. And a lot of analysts are revising down forecasts. Uh, we are the same. For us, the probability of a soft landing uh, looks quite unlikely, particularly as the Fed and ECB seem very very intent on crushing inflation, not really recognizing the impact that that's going to have on growth in the longer term. So the good news is that we've already seen investors positioning quite heavily for this. So uh, a lot of selling off in risk assets, cash levels very high, flows into short duration uh, treasuries, flows into into defensive equities, minimum volatility, et cetera. So, you know, the the positioning in the market is very, very bearish. The macro data is back looking. uh, But for us, you know, now is not the time to be buying the dip. You know, we, we're, mm. we're kind of sticking to this staying defensive uh, position and, and staying tactical is, is kind of the summary at the moment. Yeah, I mean, head into the FOMC um, decision tomorrow morning where we will be hearing from the Fed what they'll be doing with their interest rate policy path. Uh, by and large, we are expecting a same five basis point hike. Can we rule out 100 at this point? Because it seems like they have a lot to do at this um, juncture. Yeah, that seems very unlikely at this point. I mean, we were talking about 100 bips about a month ago. That seemed like the most probable. But the inflation situation has cooled slightly. I mean, I think one thing that, that's quite interesting to bear in mind is that, you know, April to June, oil prices, gas prices went up about 20%. And obviously in the U.S., uh, investors, consumers are very sensitive to gas prices. Those have come off. So I think that might take a little bit of pressure off the Fed uh, for being, from being too aggressive you know, and again, for us, I think the issue is that raising interest rates very aggressively can obviously quell or subdue demand. Mm. But the, the issue really is on the supply side with, with structural structural is- issues, supply chain issues, the labor issues. So that, that, I don't think that's really going to be solved by raising interest rates too too aggressively. So 75 bips is, is, is our expectation, uh, but I think it's more about what they guide us into the future. Is this going to be the last 75 bip rate hike? Yeah, as you alluded to, um, what's going to be coming next is in focus and it's going to be a bit of a supply chain issue problem as well. So what's your expectations going into the next few meetings? Are we going to see the same magnitude of rate hikes? Well, I mean, the curve is basically telling us we'll get 75 bips 
tomorrow. And then the expectation is we'll get, you know, 50 bibs, 50 bibs, and then maybe another 25 into the end of the year, which will take us to a terminal rate of around three and a half percent. The interesting thing is that if you look into the future, the expectation is that we're going to get rate cuts. So the market is now pricing in a, a policy shift from the Fed and also other central banks uh, into the end of the year, which is kind of telling us that the recession odds are picking up and eventually this sort of growth versus inflation dynamic, uh, the Fed are going to have to start looking more into the into growth and pivoting more towards keeping policy uh, a little bit lower. Yeah, Thomas, one of the interesting things that's playing out in the markets is how we are seeing a stronger dollar and that's partly driven by these Fed rate hikes. And that was one of the headwinds being flagged by the likes of Microsoft and Google when it came to the earnings. What do you make of this? Yeah, I think that's uh, overlooked quite quite often, which is the, the fact that, you know, if you look at S&P 500 earnings, around 30% of that is derived from outside US, right? So obviously, you know, there is some corporate FX hedging, but, you know, an appreciation of the US dollar can have a pretty significant impact on reduction of S&P 500 EPS. So I think the, the, the current situation is everyone is watching not so much the actual numbers. We have seen around a quarter to, to a third of the S&P 500 reporting so far. It's been relatively decent, around 70% beat on earnings. But the main thing people are watching is, is corporate margins because, you know, there are a lot of companies that are not able to pass on inflation costs to end consumers. And, that, and that's why we've been seeing investors move into, into sectors like healthcare where there are stronger balance sheets, the, the, the ability to pass those costs on to end consumers. So it, it, it still has been quite defensive in that regards. Yeah. So on one side, you've got a Fed hiking and tightening policy. On the other side, you've got the Chinese policymakers being more accommodative and promising policy support. What's your approach to Chinese markets right now? It's very, it's very difficult. Um, you know, I think for those investors that have the risk tolerance, it's certainly interesting. You know, we have been a little bit disappointed by the PBOC all the way back to last year. And then we obviously had the lockdowns in Shanghai, where you know, when you have a lockdown situation, there's really no point in stimulating the economy because there's no multiplier impact because everyone's at home. You know, for us, we are overall neutral on, on Chinese equities. There are still a lot of concerns around the COVID zero situation. But moving into the National Party Congress in October, November, we are expecting to see more more policy implementation. But I think, you know, the, the the number is a little bit misguided in terms of the flows. So a lot of foreign investors think that foreigners are bullish uh, Chinese equities, but actually what I see is investors are very much bearish on Chinese equities. So I think there will be opportunity there, but we are we are still neutral for now because there are still a lot of risks to, to investing in broad China exposures. All right, a long-term thing to um, watch out for for Chinese uh, stocks to turn around. We'll be chatting Thomas Tall. He's the head of APEC iShares Investment Strategy for BlackRock. Thomas, thanks for your time and we'll catch up again with you soon. Thanks very much for having me. See you next time. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.